Be like, click yeah. here to enter. Warning. Or like, cat lovers only, click here. But I'm not even worried about a skeleton. Like a I skeleton. think you should be worried about skeletons. But the virus could, in fact, help preserve them more, longer. No, that's that's impossible. When did you become a ninja where you can just climb anything? Maybe I would try to launch a couple chairs at the tiger. <laughs> Let's say that there's a lot. Look, I, I mean, look, I'm not going to say that I'm a great writer here, but look. You don't see me going up into the Himalayan mountains and trying to pretend I'm a yeti, man. That's just not going to happen. And that's probably a wrong fact, but I think that's true. Well, listen, um, I feel like you double-crossed me. <laughs> I feel like this was a double cross. Really? So why I I, I you know I did get a, a a text message this morning. Was it this morning or yesterday? Maybe I can't remember. And it did express some feelings that you had towards the end of this show. And I really don't. Why would you, you think? Set me up. It, why would you think in the in the nineties? This is a right. end of a of a sh- of a show. Why would you th- not think that there was, spoiler alert, a cliffhanger? Listen, I, I, I guess this I guess this was this was my feeling. Like the entire time, like I, I the entire time I've been saying like maybe there'll be a resolution or maybe like I I've been saying like maybe there was be no resolution. And I kind of had an idea just the way that I was thinking about this that maybe things wouldn't get wrapped up so nicely. Right, right. But I feel like, I feel like, it, it, I feel like it was wrapped up so incompletely, like nothing <laughs> was wrapped, like like it was so incomplete that left me so unsatisfied that left me like, oh, my twin brother took me through this journey, <laughs> and he knew the he knew the end, and yet, and yet he let me go on with this journey. He double crossed me. No, he set I, me up and double crossed me. Dude, we talked we talked in the very beginning that the question is not the question is not who killed Laura Palmer. That's not the question we're looking for. That's not the question that this TV show is taking you through this journey, right? The question is who was Laura Palmer? And I think yeah. we have a good idea now of who Laura Palmer was. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? The only question that we, the only answer that we have is who killed Laura Palmer? That we know. <laughs> we know Leo did. That's the only thing we know. Everything else is a purely, continues to be a mystery. We have an idea of who Laura Palmer might have been, but certainly not who is Laura Palmer. I, I don't know. I have a pretty clear idea of who she is. I, who I will is say Lama, this. You think you know who Laura Palmer is? I don't think so. You know that she was a girl who was uh, trying to, who, who, was, who had some kind of like, like demons, right? Who were trying to like, mm. uh, she, she felt drawn to these kind of like evil ways. So she, she didn't know why, but yet, so she always tried to counteract that. And that's why she was like the nice girl. But like, you don't know what drove her. You don't know what happened to her. You don't know anything about her. Well, I will say, first of all, I will say I do. Cause I stupidly watched fire walk with me, but oh, after even just watching the show, you know, you have an idea that Laura Palmer is two is to this these two people she's a duality 
She is someone that is, because she has these impulses that she is trying to hide, she feels that she's evil, she's walking in this darkness, she talks about it all the time, there's this evil that is hanging over her, and what she tries to do is hide it from the rest of the community. But the thing is, as we found out in her at, at her funeral, everybody knew. They were in on it as well. Everybody, not only did everybody know, everybody else is exactly the same way, which I, which is like the point, right? Like, which is like this great point of like, all of us have like this kind of evil and good that plays back and forth within us. And we never quite sure, I'm sure, right? From the very beginning, first thing I said about the mirror. Yeah, that's exactly right. This whole, this whole thing is this whole series has been like, let's look in the mirror at ourselves right, right, and right. see who who is looking back. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so, so we can look at this, and we we know just by the beginning, we know the what this whole thing is about. And yet, I'm at the end. I'm at this episode, <laughs> and I guess I'm hoping for something. I guess I'm hoping for a little something. What Absolutely would you? What would you nothing. wanted? What would you have wanted? What did you want? I guess what I guess what I wanted I guess what I wanted was I guess I don't know. I you know what? I don't know. You know what? I guess what I my my one question I guess I was having is like Leland Palmer, Leland Palmer was somebody I've I've been questioning and thinking about this whole time. Right. Who is Leland? What is he doing? We certainly see something about Leland in this episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. He kills. He literally kills somebody. Right. Right. I have. I. I am in, of the opinion that he. He also caused the heart attack for Doctor Jacoby, but that may not be true. Yeah. Who knows? Um. But. But there's certainly. There's certainly no answers to anything. By the except for who actually killed Lara Palmer, which I mean, who knows if that is true? But all the signs are pointing to Leo. I mean, that's who looks like was there. Like the, all the evidence points to him. It's kind of lined lined up to that's it. I mean, we almost get a confession from um, not from Leo. No, not from Leo, but from Jacques, pretty much. Well, so I mean, that so so what happens with Jacques is like, you know, there's some stuff going down. Everything's kind of wild and crazy. Yeah, Leo, Leo gets a, Leo gets battle. into a fight. There's a fight yeah. about something or another. No one even knows why they're fighting. Leo get where Jacques basically just like gets sick, passes out, and then then the car is gone. You know what I mean? Right. Like he wakes he wakes up and has to walk home. Yeah, right. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like even even all the evidence pointing to Leo does not necessarily mean that Leo killed Laura Bob. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but who else, right? I mean, who else? That's the well, question. Well, that is the question. Yeah. That's the question we should ask ourselves because who else could do it? Well, there is that mystery person with Leo that we saw in one of the very first episodes um, and that I, who knows, we might have seen again in yeah. this episode, right? Who, right, who comes with, with and, that Dr. Jacoby. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so oh okay. Well, that's a mystery that we'll never know. And and, and, uh, and like, the, I, I just feel like I feel like. Listen, I understand. I understand. I went through this whole thing. I guess I went through this whole thing with an with with the thought of of like yeah, you know what? We may never find out who killed Laura Palmer. Yeah, we've been but, talking about that. But I, but I guess I but I guess I didn't. 
I wasn't preparing myself for the fact that, you know what? We might not find anything at all. It, there may not be any answers. I may have just watched eight episodes and come away with absolutely nothing. But you also see you had you have the knowledge today or, or, or you know, now in this timeline that we're in um, that people in 1990 didn't have. You know that there's a season two. I guess. I guess that's true. I mean, what it else would they do for season better. two? Knowing David Lynch. Uh, season two could be about something completely different. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying. True. Like, yeah. uh, season two doesn't necessarily have to be about Twin Peaks at all. That's true. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I I don't know what season two is about. I have. I actually don't it. know what season two is about either. I've only watched. I think the first. Maybe I watched two episodes. I think I only watched the first episode though. And it and so I I've seen the first episode of season two. I don't know if we're going to make a decision at the end of this. Let's wait till the end to make the decision on what we do as far as do we continue on or we just say, look, we've, we've you, you are clearly upset by this. Maybe we just run. say we, maybe we just say it and we end it now. I mean, I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess we can take a look at this this episode and see what this is. See what's interesting. I mean, there's certainly interesting things about this episode. I mean, I guess we do re- we do come to an understanding that um, that uh, um, oh, what's her face? Not that, not Shelley. Um, the police woman, uh, Lucy. What the heck is her? Lucy, Lucy. We we come to an understanding uh, understanding that Lucy is pregnant, like we had thought. Right? Yeah, we yeah. This is yeah. a no brainer. Yeah, um, and and Andy doesn't necessarily seem too happy about it. Like Andy made a. Yeah, Andy. I I don't know. Andy's Andy didn't. Andy's Andy. not the. I mean, this was a. It, I, we should maybe we should just go from the beginning. But Andy has an interesting arc in this episode where he's yeah. he's got the highest right, of highs and then the lowest of lows here at the same time. He's kind of yeah in an instant. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's go. Let's go from the beginning. I mean, let's start at the beginning. And you know, I'm gonna look at it visually like I always do. I know. Um. Uh, it's not help. It doesn't help me. But let's. <laughs> it's that well. So the past two. Let's remind our listener. We have. I know. I have. We have one person that listens. Let's remind our listener. The past two episodes have opened on the moon. One was a full moon, and then it was a moon that was either waxing or waning, but it was uh, obscured in some way. And Correct. this one opens with, interestingly enough, a sun. Uh, I don't know if it's a sunrise or a sunset, but it opens That's... with. The- that's what I was thinking. Uh, is this a sunrise or is this a sunset? And I think I don't know the answer to that question. Well, because I, guess I could try to figure it out, but yeah. I think that is a, that is a curious way to open it. If you're opening it with a sunset, that's different than opening it with a sunrise. Well, I, also, it's not a re- it's a picture. It's not real. It's, it is. It is not real. Exactly. But just thinking about like if we've been through this darkness. See, that's what I guess that's what I was thinking about. We've gone through this darkness and now the sun is rising and we're getting some clarity in the day, you know? Yeah. Um, how what is this episode gonna provide for us as far as that that clarity goes? And it's playing with reality too, right? Because we hear the sounds of the ocean. We hear yeah. the sounds of a tropical paradise. Um, and then as we move on, and we know it's fake from the beginning, but as we move on, we we enter Dr. Jacoby's room and the Scooby 
gang is there yeah. investigating. I mean, it's he has a kind of a sweet pad. I mean, listen, I like. I mean, I know there's like some uh, thought around tiki, uh, that kind of tiki stuff, and oh, um, appropriation and all appropriation that appropriation kind of, yeah. stuff like that. But I certainly was digging the pad. I, I liked it. I mean, I'm if you remember, it. at one point we tried to like uh, paint our room as like a. It wasn't. It was more pirate themed, but Correct. like you know, like we had the stuff that you would put in. Like I would say, more of a Caribbean type yeah. feel. Yeah, you know? of course. Yeah, and even that is mixing. You know, uh, tiki and Caribbean. Those aren't things that are you know necessarily together, but yet we lump them all together. So it's again yeah. appropriating when you shouldn't have appropriated. But let's just face it. It's a sweet pad. It's yeah. great. You got a music. You can do the Hawaiian music. Anything Different types. You want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm thinking about setting that up actually in my own place. It's pretty a, nice. <laughs> I have an, I have a, 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 a record that has the Hawaiian music on it. Oh, that's sweet. It's relaxing. Maybe I'll just hook it up. So let me say this. So we we get into the you know the it's James and Donna boring these two. Right. They get into the Jacoby's pad and. You know, I like Donna's like, oh, what are we going to do here? And like immediately James goes to like a drawer and is like, oh, maybe there's something interesting in here. Just like it just was so I, I can't take these two, man. I cannot take these two well, characters. Listen, I, you, you, I think you're also coming from like you're you're an investigator. I mean, you worked as a private eye at a point yeah. in your life. Right. Yeah. So you're looking at this and seeing it's amateur hour, right? I mean, totally everything you could do hour, yeah. wrong, they're doing wrong. Yeah. To be fair, they do open up a drawer and it is something interesting. It's just not interesting to them, but it does give us a little bit of character, like, you know, in-depth uh, understanding of who this guy is, where he he's he take, marking events by... Well, I mean, I, I thought that he was marking more of events of, of places he's been, vacations he's had. He seems to take his vacations in the... In Hawaii, at Hawaii, I would say, or in the state of Hawaii, and he likes to bring back souvenirs. It says this is when this happened, and this is, you know, umbrellas of. Tiki I mean, drinks. I think you could, yeah, and I think you could make the argument that he's not going to Hawaii. I mean, I think maybe he is, but I think he is, he's recreating Hawaii there and still having his little drinks with the umbrellas, and marking like one was what like something like to man on the moon or something and like yeah. laying eyes on Mimsy or whatever, whoever Mimsy yeah. is. But certainly it's like these important events he's marking um, and he's saving them in a bo- this box, which I think is interesting. He's somebody who he's, he's somebody who collects things. He's a collector, right? Oh, I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. He collects um, other people's maybe experiences. Well, that's, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. It seems like he, it, for him, it's all about, he doesn't have to be there. It's about the experience. And even if some like like he doesn't have to be in Hawaii, right? He's created right. this Hawaii, this fake Hawaii. That's good enough for him. He doesn't have to do something. He just he lives through other people's experiences, listening to these tapes. That's his thing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, Dr. Jacoby, when we first met Dr. Jacoby, I was really like, this guy. Weird we, dude. I man. mean, weird dude. You know, let's let's put him off to the side a little bit, and like he's just going to be weird. As we grew, as I we've, we've grown with Jack to Jacoby, I have 
I've really I haven't connected with Dr. Jacoby, but I've certainly seen him in a new light and think he is way more interesting than I first uh, thought he was. I totally agree. He's he's way more he's he's more developed. I mean, I, he's a to my mind, he's a better character than James. What do we know about James? He's some dude that like well, that loves Laura, but like Laura didn't love him. And so he can't even really fully appreciate who he has with Donna because he's all in the he's always in, up in his head about, you know, Laura. Dude, but that's I mean, again, like he is a kid. And yeah. Like he yeah. doesn't have the complexity, like the complex experiences or um, just been around long enough to, to form anything himself. That's I mean, almost why I like this. I said like the Scooby gang. Like, I, I mean, like. The Scooby Gang itself is it, the thing that I tolerate with the Scooby Gang. Scooby Gang is because they think like this is the whole thing. They think they know what they're. They think they're on it, man. They think they're at the tip of the spear. They think they're tracking. They're doing stuff. They know more stuff than the adults. They've got this all figured out, right? And they're either being played the entire time or they're just often like left field, man. You know what I mean? Like totally not even where they should be, uh, and so. That's what is at least interesting for the Scooby Gang because I can't every time they come up on screen I'm like right, I know, I know. Snoresville man snooze fest. Well, yeah, I, I think it, I think we had a, we had a ground it somewhere and the Scooby Gang are the like they're the base level. Yeah, and everybody gets a little bit more complicated as as we go on. Listen, Doctor Kobe's no fool. He packs some heat. He goes to uh, the gazebo. He sees Laura there. He, he doesn't know any different. Yeah. He sees Laura there. And all of a sudden, the mystery guy comes up and... Um, beats him up, man. Beat, beats him up, but but pauses. He has a heart attack. Like, we don't, maybe yeah. don't know that at the time, but it turns out that he actually has a heart attack. So, um, I don't know if the dude was trying to kill him or not. I don't know if killing... I, I don't know. I mean, he kept hitting him on his back. You never really see him get hit in the face or anywhere else. I he feel just like there was, was a like, moment where he, like, paused as he turned around and he paused before he hit him again. Eh, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, But again, like, hey, I, who, who is that guy? The same ski mask, I think, that we saw in the very beginning with, you know, Leo. Yeah. Um in that scene with, with snake and, and Bobby again, yeah, I'm not totally sure. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe who knows who that is again? I have, I, I put some money on, on Leland Palmer. Um, just as like, we know that Leland Palmer, although Leland, if Leland, if Leland saw his, like somebody who looked like, yeah, I guess, I guess maybe not, but I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I, I don't know either. I mean, honest, I mean, and I'm saying that for real. I don't know either. Right, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, we cut to One-Eyed Jacks. Uh, and, oh, there's a great, well, there is that sound. I don't know if you remember that sound. I think that was the clock, was it the clock ticking or something? There was hmm, some I don't remember a sound. beat that was happening. It was kind of interesting. Um and we go, we go to the um, roulette table, and we're then we go to the blackjack, and right, Her- Ed's losing, uh, and Cooper is winning. Ed lost his expect. shirt again, as we yeah. as we know, but <laughs> Cooper is on it, and Cooper, of course, you know, this is showing us two things: one, Cooper's pretty good, 
but also yeah. that he's counting cards, right? Like, right. He has like all twos and threes, right? And he's like, he keeps hitting me. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 so now he makes his move um, on Jacques and um, and uh, gets him it's, to. It's pretty slick what Cooper does. I mean, like. Agent Cooper's done this before, clearly, right? I mean, we say this all the time. Like, this he's isn't FBI. Agent Cooper's first, right? He knows what he's doing. I love the fact that he's he starts engaging with with uh, with Jacques, and then as the tip, like after he wins, like as the tip, he like gives him that the the uh, the chip that was right. used in Laura Palmer's death, and you know, and then he starts talking about how he's a friend to Leo, and and Jacques isn't. You know, it's not Jacques' first rodeo either, right? Yeah, I mean, Jacques, Jacques is no, like, Audrey, who's, like, you right. know, immediately... He, Jacques like, who's who Leo, right? Yeah. I don't know who Leo is, he, he, exactly that's the what thing what should, we like, said. Audrey should have done. Right? That's right. That's, the, that's what we said you're supposed to do, right? Who right. is that person? I don't know who that person is. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, so Leo... Or so Jacques knows what he's doing, and then um, and then they go... And then he says, hey, let's go buy... A, a, go, go for a cocktail, Um but what I thought was interesting, at least the character choice that Jacques, uh, whoever plays Jacques, when when Cooper's like, hey, let, let me buy you a cocktail, Jacques is like, okay, like, I'll go. But, like, he doesn't look happy about it. Like, he, I, the way that his facial expression to me read, like, I'm, I don't really want to be doing this, but you just gave me a huge tip, so maybe I'll go. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he was kind of had to, and that's why he had to give him a huge tip anyway right i mean right, again right. he's no he's no fool right um all right so he's 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 talking here we get this information um and cooper lays it on that he's the he's essentially hank right he's trying to be like hank because hank seems to be running the, the thing right but, well this is but no this, one knows that. that's right that's after that is after audrey what so there, so there's they're at the they're at the table, and then there's that scene where Blackie's looking at them through the C- CCTV cameras, right. and then Audrey comes in, and um, and, and that's when Audrey picks the Queen of Diamonds, right? Queen of Diamonds, right? and she she sees Cooper on the yeah the the close uh, close circuit TV, yeah, right, and they and then she and Blackie at the time says, hey. The owner's coming by. He likes to spend some time with the new girls. Right. And right. we're kind of, I like, listen, we're kind of at that point being like, uh-oh. Yeah. Right? Because we kind of have an idea who the owner is. Um, and uh, and also, like, she's, again, like, no names. Right? It just right. reminding us, again, in life, if you take anything away from this, you don't know. You don't yeah. know who that is. Right. You don't know. <laughs> That's right. No names. Right. Someone asks you, no, someone ever asks you who that person, no, I don't know who that person is. Right. I, I never knew that person. I don't know who they are. That's the, that's always the answer. Yeah. So here's my question to you, because the next, the next scene is the scene with the coop with Cooper and, um, and Jacques and it, what's, what are the rules against like setting somebody up? I mean, it seems like Cooper literally says like, yeah, because it seems like okay, here's five thousand five hundred dollars or whatever. Yeah. I forget the amount. Go to this place, right? Isn't that like entrapment? Aren't you like 
Uh, I, you know what? You're putting me on the spot because it's it. I haven't I haven't actually thought about this for a long, long time. Um, it has to do with whether that person would, whether that person, like knows it's wrong and does it anyway. Like just because you're supplying them with the means doesn't necessarily mean that you're entrapping them if they continue to do it. And at this so point, once they took the, I guess once he's once he's like, listen, but but. The other Sorry. thing is, here's what I was going to say. Like, he doesn't actually, Cooper doesn't say what he's going to do that when he's just like, hey, I got a job for you. Go to this location. You'll get, I'll tell you what's going to happen, right? I mean, he doesn't say what the guy's well, going to do. No, because he does before that, he does say, he says, uh, listen, um, he says, listen, now we're on the same page now. Like, who's running the, the stuff? Like, I'm running it, right? And you know exactly what it is. Uh, they may even maybe even named it. I, I forget if they actually name it, but oh yeah, you mule it. So he's muling it across the border. I right. stuff it. So I got a job for you, right? So we're already implicating or we're implying that we're doing something illegal. I think. And so, do you want to do something illegal? Here's some money. Yes, I take the money, and I guess that would I guess that would imply it. Yeah, I I I I mean, when I was looking at it, it's. It didn't seem to me like it would be a problem as far as entrapment is concerned. Entrapment's more like when you, for, if you were to force somebody to do something that they didn't want to do. But if you're I just see. giving like them the means to do it, Cooper takes out a gun and says, "Listen, go to the yeah, you know, whatever." Yeah. Then we're tra- right. okay. It's even the same thing. Like even when they have those things with, uh, like, let's say it's like a a woman, right? And it's a co- a, a female police officer, and she's trying to entice. It's like you're putting it out there, right? Like if that person goes and takes it or, you know, then right. or offers money, it's like, OK, well, then that's the problem. Right. right. Like uh, that's not entrapment. So I don't think I don't think um, I don't think it'd even be considered. I think Cooper plays it exactly right. And, you know, they're already listening in this, you know, for the sting operation. Um, and it's it's all. Uh, oh, here's what. I, so here's what I put down. And you probably no- noticed this, but in th- this episode, I thought the first couple of scenes, the first couple of uh, minutes into this episode, I thought it was like shot kind of interestingly, like it was kind of blocked or the choices made when they were like shooting or filming, I thought was interesting because a lot of it was a lot of it was just like the character saying something and it was just a full on shot of that character. And then another character would say something and it was a full on shot of that character. It wasn't a lot of like shots where there's two people talking. I mean, it was like when Cooper, but like a lot of those shots were, it was just establishment. Like I'm showing two people here at this table, like with Cooper and Jacques, two people. And then it would be like a close up of Cooper. It was actually like Cooper's eyes, right? Agent Cooper's eyes. And then it would be like Jacques and Jacques talking. It's just his mouth. And then it goes to Cooper and it's just Cooper's eyes. Um, and the same thing happened then when we fast forward a little bit when Jacques goes to see when Jacques goes to the place. And it's like then it's like Jacques and then it's like Harry and then it's Jacques and then it's Harry. It's like it was it was just the way it was filmed, and I don't know if this is a choice or just the way I had to do it, but it just was seemed very it seemed different than before. Yeah, so this I, I thought the same thing because again, like we, you know, sometimes we talk about like the camera was really moving. It, you know, we had yeah. a lot of camera movement in one episode, and in this episode, it was 
it was more still, although there were a couple little pushes here and there, but definitely more about the face. Yeah. Um, and each character, and I agree with you. And this was Mark uh, Mark Frost that who 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 directed this? Yeah, Mark I would Frost. guess. Oh, Mark Frost directed this one. Okay. Mark Frost directed it. He also wrote the episode, right? So okay. Um, this this I think. I mean, if you're talking about like this was one of the creators, right? Right. Right. I don't know how much um, directing experience Mark Frost has, but certainly he has this vision in-depth vision of like what this should look like and this was really about the characters and when you push in like that like it's you can push in like that with a cut and when i say push in i mean like with a dolly you're like pushing Mm -hmm. and getting closer and closer and closer you can do that with the camera and pushing in with the camera or you can do it with like a cut and just like cut 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 closer 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 and if we're thinking again, like the first one or the second one, we're thinking about montage and editing. The cut is what um, it, it provides a little bit more of this attention to what we're looking at, which is a film and also an immediacy to an, an extreme of what we are seeing. Right. So if we go push and we're going slowly and slowly and slowly and going in, right, we're getting closer. We're getting yeah. in there. But if we cut, that's fast and kind of intense. Yeah. At this yeah. kind of scene, we want this kind of intense like thing happening because he's talking literally like think about what's having the conversation that's having here. Like this is what I always have to try to remind myself about kind of the stakes. Yeah. And that's literally this. There are underage. I mean, this this is trafficking. Right. I mean, there's right, trafficking right. going on. Right. Uh, not only trafficking, but um, murder uh, and drugs, drugs. And so we're at age again. This is Cooper. This is like somebody who hasn't he's seen a lot. But yet this case is is particularly kind of like interesting to him. And that that idea of like we have Laura, an underage girl tied up. And they're partying and yeah. Leo is doing his thing so much so that a and a bird comes down and starts attacking Laura. Right, right. And Leo, instead of like doing anything, he puts this chip in somebody's mouth to the point and mouth. says, yeah, 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 to the to the point where she she bites down on it and swallows it. Right, breaks it. That's I mean that's going above and beyond consensual at that point, right? So like, there is violence. And I think yeah. what really struck me in this particular episode, like the other episodes are kind of like there's points where we're like, haha, and like that's funny or how bizarre, or like unique or whatever, right? And oh, look at the camera movements of this is really under the surface. There is incredible violence going on here. Yes, absolutely. No, I, so- I totally agree. And I can't remember what like it didn't Jacques said like he like Leo said to something to her like just like t- like take bite it the bullet like, no bite, bite the, the bullet bite the just bullet bite the yeah. bullet like that was yeah. his big like line and that's where yeah. we saw the the close-up of his mouth saying that and it was yeah. like disgusting and, and like yeah. you should feel that way right yeah and, and so, i think and and to kyle mcclock mclaughlin's credit i mean i think he plays it really well too i think his acting is really good in this scene in these scenes too of yeah, course, because he's a great Jacques, actor. I mean, he's like Jacques so. is thinking, Jacques is kind of like laughing, like he's telling this as like a joke. 
Well, because right? he thinks he's in. They're in on it. Like this yeah. is a this is a partner in crime. This is a guy who does the right. same. We understand like, this kind of stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. But and and Cooper's trying to play it cool. But as we go closer into his eyes, like we see his yeah. eyes. Yeah. And you can see like he is again horrified, and Cooper doesn't get horrified. No, I, I, and there's rage there. Like I, 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 I thought that I saw like rage. I agree. And again, um, we are putting our own emotions into the actors when we see this kind of thing, and so we are bringing that. Yeah. And that's what's that's what's powerful about cinema. Right. Right. Um. Right. So, so that's a great scene, and then um. What is it? Oh, oh. then we just see Audrey waiting for a bit. And then it goes to Shelly, which I thought was interesting. We see, like, Audrey for, like, a tiny bit. She just seems to be waiting, at, you know, at, in her room. And then Shelly, right? And what is Shelly? I thought at first Shelly was, like, dying her hair. But was she just washing it in the sink? She's just washing it. I mean, the thing is, okay. like, Audrey's – we have this slow transition. It's crosses off into, like, Shelly and another, like, girl alone. Like, there seems to be, like, this – Again, a connection. We, we want to make connections there. There's a connection that's mm-hmm. happening, and she's alone. And another kind of interesting dissolve uh, from the close-up of the gun to her hair, and she's washing, yeah. she gets something in her eye, and then we see the thing move. And again, this like violence that happens, because Leo now, there's no if. We always thought Leo was a horrible character, right? And sometimes, right. you know, we I think we forget that. But he is... this. Sometimes you think of the good and the bad. There's no good with Leo, right? In this right. whole, yeah. we always see like both both sides. Like, and that's the movie One Eye Jax is also talking about like both sides, like good and bad. Right. There's like a rede- like a lot of times you try to find the redeeming quality in somebody. Nothing right? in Leo. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. yeah. And so we see again this violence that he has. Um, cut to Jacques. He's getting you know picked up, and this is. Uh, this is a big moment, right? He tries to get back in, yeah. and uh, there's. A oh, struggle. I did want to say. I'm sorry. I did want to say. Yeah. Like Leo does say, which I thought was interesting. When when Leo grabs Shelley, right? He says, "You did this to me. Like sure. you made me do this." Which I thought was really interesting too. Yeah, because I mean, let's look. At, let's look at from through a Dr. Jacoby's eyes. Like he, Leo can't. Leo is not able to admit that he is. He caused any of this. Right, right. Because one, uh, he's probably a little bit of a narcissist, right? And two, to be able to look inward at himself is something he cannot do. Right. He just doesn't, he can't do that. Yeah. So I, you know, and and so I thought that was, that was interesting. And then, you know, later on when he's talking to Bobby, he also says, hey, you know, to Bobby, he's like, hey, you did this. You know, this is your fault. It's your fault. I have to do this because you, I mean, you see that in abusive kind of relationships. Yeah, I have no choice. Like, yeah. You gave this me is no what choice. I have to do. Yeah. Right. Um, but you're right. So this is so we, you know, Jacques shows up where he's supposed to show, and you've got this uh, scene with Harry and Andy, and you you realize that Andy's still having some Lucy troubles or women troubles. Right. And there's all this talk about fishing, which I thought was interesting. Right. Yeah. This the whole, whole thing is like. Yeah. The whole kind of code that they're using has got him on the line. Big yeah, fish, reel them in, yeah. you're the net, blah, blah, blah. Okay, we get it. But the fish, right? The fi- what did we start out with in the very beginning of the show was like, you know, Pete Martell fishing. Like, and there's fish throughout this whole thing. Throughout I think it's this part thing. of the North, Northwest. You know what I mean? It's like. Maybe, but again, it's that idea. I think there's a, 
is certainly a theme of like fishing and catching something and trophies and waiting um and the that that kind of thing that you do this if you look there's also a, a fish trophy in yeah. um the leo's house right right there's a big fish trophy there so again there's these these themes that are running through yeah and part of and part of the fishing is you don't know what you're going to get right i mean you know that there's fish there and and it's just a matter of just the it's the anticipation of waiting to see if anybody's going to take the bait right and um you know uh, quite frankly i think audrey is fishing quite a bit she just wants somebody to take that bait you know what i mean exactly so no that's that's a good observation um so somehow Leo uh, is quick. He grabs oh uh, Jacques. Jacques. Jacques, I'm yeah. sorry. Jacques is quick. He grabs a gun from an officer, tries to kind of make a stand. And Harry, yeah. Harry, by all rights, should be dead. Absolutely. But we have a hero. Yeah. And that hero is Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Redeeming I mean, himself. He, without, you know, when push comes to shove, I guess, uh, you know, or it could have been all that training that, that Cooper, I mean, Cooper told Harry to get Andy ready, you know, twice a day or whatever down at the yep. shooting range may have pulled off, may have paid off, you know, well, it certainly paid off. It certainly paid off and um, saves the day, saves the day. Yeah, he's uh, he's big time now. Andy, Andy coming up on top for once. Scooby gang is next. I know. And they find the tape. They play the tape. They find that Laura, you know, and this is where uh, Laura, of course, says how she can't take much more of James. James is too sweet. You know, he's too nice or whatever. She doesn't like the sweetness. She, I mean, this is really coming off as Laura is really kind of putting down James. Right. Really interested into this mystery man. Um, thinks this mystery man is going to try to kill her or has tried to kill her. But she kind of, she says she gets off on it. This is something that is really. Definitely interesting what does she say this guy can really light my fire yes spells it out yeah but you're right she spells that she doesn't actually say it she spells it out um and what does she say about what's the important giveaway that that tells us the viewer of who this person is red corvette she talks about the red corvette that's exactly right so um you know like there's no ifs ands or buts now we know we know what's going on with with laura and leo and uh, kind of what the situation, this, what the score is, so to speak. Again, like this light my fire thing, you know, because, right, fire walk with me, yep. this fire stuff, you know, this is this is what, you know, this theme is because the... I mean, they're again, literally lighting something on fire. Like, arson is a main component to this whole thing, this whole yeah. thing, so... Yeah, but I mean, to, again, like... Laura wasn't killed in that cabin. Laura was killed in the train compartment, right? And if you right, right, and if you remember correctly, this was a long time ago. It seems like, but it was a horrific scene. It wasn't just a standard murder. This was like, like lots and lots of blood. It was supposed to be like ghastly, like some of the worst right. stuff that. And so, and you had this fire walk with me on this little, you know, written. And so this is a huge deal. We, you know, we've had, like you said, we've had a lot of laughs throughout this whole thing. It's been kind of odd and we've gotten some crazy dream sequences and stuff. But like what we're really talking about is a horrific murder of an underaged 
you know, girl who was sexual, who was trafficked and sexually assaulted and was was, uh, you know, uh, addicted to, for what we understand, addicted to cocaine. Right. I I mean, that's it's hard to kind of wreck. I mean, in today's I, I was just thinking about like some of the programs that I watch, my programs, the TV shows that I watch. Right. And they're gritty nowadays, right? Like it, it, it can get into that grittiness. Twin Peaks seems to be talking about something really gritty, something really horrific, um, but kind of wrapping it up in a soap opera. Wrapping it up in yes, a soap opera. Yes, yes, you know? yes. And yeah. what do we think about when we think about soap operas? Well, they're phony, they're fake, they're over the top. They have this, right. all this drama and stuff, and um, it's escape. It's almost an escape from real life. Right. And that's the that's the duality here, right? We have this totally horrific situation that, in in if you if you look at this in another way, it could be gritty and horrific and a police drama or whatever. But then you wrap it up in a um, in a soap opera, and we get this whole other feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just it's it's sometimes you just have. I at least for me. And like I said, I've seen Firewalk with me, but I, I, every once in a while, I just have to, when I'm watching the show, I have to stop and think about like, you know, the uh, the the whole catalyst for all what's going on was like this horrific thing that was happening, like really ghastly. Right. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think it's every once in a while you have to remember that because it puts a little bit more um, importance on Agent Cooper, what he's doing, it's, you know, what's what's happening in the town. And I feel like this episode did that. Like, it yeah. reminded us again of, like, yeah, remember how awful everything is in this situation? Like, that, like keep that in mind, because that's, yeah. that's where we're headed. Yeah. I do like, again, how they, in, in all these episodes, but this one in particular... We see how we get from one place to another place in like t- like in time, right? Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Oh, hey." Uh, so Donna's like, "Oh, talks to her dad," and dad's like, "Oh, I gotta run. I gotta go to the hospital." Do you know? Do, and we know, oh, well, we know why he's going to the hospital because of this, right? And then we follow. So it's really nice how they're starting to c- how they connect things. They do this throughout the the series, but um, I think this episode reminded me that they do it very well. And I love James is like, oh, so you had to hear that. And oh, it's I like, know. Well, who ca- I mean, God, who cares? I, I like uh, James is just the worst character. James and Donna for me are just like the worst. I, I mean, I don't mind Maddie so much because she doesn't really do anything. Um, Frankly, I think Maddie is better than Laura. Laura is also this kind of. She's had that. Oh, Laura. Hey, Doc. You know, like that. Uh, well, kind of she's like playing it. That's what she's trying to play. I know play. she's playing it, but it like drives me crazy. Like, it's so slow, and so yeah. like. Anyway, I don't know. Well, back to the action because Leo is Leo is in full Leo mode right now. He's got he's stuff got, to do, man. He's got stuff right. to do. I mean, it, what that's always with Leo, right? If you, every time you see Leo, Leo is doing something. He's well, you know he's. What? That may be part of the problem. He's 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 probably stressed out. He's always got something to do, and and some. I mean, he's trying to pay the bills, I guess. But yeah. he certainly is like hustling for that. But he's yeah. also it's again, it's not good. And so 
he knows it that if he's bad there's somebody always worse telling yeah, him yeah, what yeah. to do right and yeah. he understands that and so he's yeah. got to get his stuff done man well, and he's got and he's got a lot of people telling him what to do that's a, that's a, that's leo's other a lot problem. of people are depending on him if you yeah. look at it that way yeah a lot of people are depending <laughs> on leo right there's a lot of stuff that he needs to get done uh he's you know he's He's made some promises, man. (laughs) I mean, literally, if you think about it, everything revolves around Leo doing something. Yes, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like Leo and somebody's telling somebody tells Leo, you got to do this. Okay, Leo's got to do this. And in order for that to happen, all these plans are made around Leo doing it. Yeah. And then someone's like, oh, yeah, you know what? Now you've got to do this. You know, remember we talked about doing this. Okay, now you've got to do this. And oh, by the way. Uh, the whole time, don't get too big for your britches because uh, Hank's going to put you back in your place. Yeah. You know, and meanwhile, and meanwhile, he's got Bobby running around uh, after his girl. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's a lot going on with Leo. Yeah. No wonder he's like uh, stressed out a little bit about <laughs> this stuff. Yeah, and, and you know, and what does it mean is a bird. Yeah. A bird is what does it mean. <laughs> like that's the thing. It's like, I mean, come. I mean. Look, Leo's a bad dude, so I, I don't want to put I don't want to make light of this, but like uh, he he's he's really a workhorse in this. He thing. is, he is. Without Leo, not this nothing happens. Yeah, uh, he's wearing one of those dusters. Did you notice that? I mean, he's yeah. wearing one of these dusters that was really cool. I think in the eighty or in the nineties, definitely. Like, that was. I don't think it. I don't think it. I don't think it aged well because it doesn't, doesn't look so great. Yeah, it doesn't look so great now. But it, at the time, he, it, that was a cool thing to have. I just want to try to remind people of that. Um, Shelly's tie, tied up. He's got a homemade bomb. He's gonna Obviously, he's going to blow up the the, uh, the sawmill. Uh, you know, as most villains or bad guys do, it's not going to go off right away. It's going to go off in an Give hour. An hour. I thought it was going to be 15 minutes. But he I mean, says it for an hour. I mean, okay. I mean, you'd want to, in my eyes, you'd want to set it just enough time that you can actually get safely away. Right. That's so what maybe you want. 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. Yeah. You know? Because you also don't want to be in the area just in case. Right. 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 Um, but an hour? <sighs> I mean, I don't know. He he broke her heart. Maybe he's just trying to give her time to I think. He wants yeah, her to think about to think. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, in any case, um, and then you see this, and then it goes right to after Bobby says, "Hey, you broke my heart," which I don't know if that's true Leo or not. Says it, yeah. Leo says that, yeah. So Leo says, "You broke my heart." It goes right to Nadine. Yeah, and Nadine's in her, I'm assuming, prom dress. Maybe looks like it. I mean, it's not a wedding dress; it's be prom dress. And um, the music she, here is like shifted to, and again, like. I but, like the idea of how this the music represents the person's what the person feels like the music represents. Yes, I thought that too because the music is not like a dirge. The music is not like it's almost uplifting when you li- when you listen to this song. Like it's kind of like I don't know. I, there's a little bit of sadness in there, but also yeah. like uh, yeah, there's certainly it's certainly different. Although the you can it's. It's still keeping in theme of of the oh, songs absolutely. that we always hear, yeah. But um, yeah. So she's getting ready to kill. She's got a whole bunch of pills. She's getting ready to, yeah, commit suicide. It seems. Um, like. 
It's worth yeah. life is not worth living for her anymore. Um. So we've got. Then we go to. Oh, that's right. And then boom. It's you, there's a lot happening. So then you've got Josie and Hank, and Hank is like. I love Hank now trying to be like, hey, when I was in, you know, when I was he's in trying the to shake joint, her down for more cash, man. He's trying to blackmail. Yeah. It's like when trying I was in the joint, 90 grand, 90 grand was great. But, you know, now that I'm out, seems kind of light. I like how he said that, too. I like the, well, that's probably the writing, obviously. But the, I thought the, write, the writing was really good. Now it seems light, you know, yeah. uh, and, you know, and, and it all comes out like. Right. So, like, it seems like she had her husband killed like Hank. Yes. And I don't exactly know the logistics of like why he had to kill the person so he didn't go to jail for the murder of the I husband. I don't know that either. There's there seems to be I so it was I, I it I, it was either he made a plea bargain so it he whatever the murder went down to manslaughter or whatever. Right. He made some sort of plea plea bargain with the but attorneys or whatever. But that doesn't explain why it's or, a, you know, yeah, the car, or, the, the yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. drifter or, or something. Or what I was gonna say is like he made an arrangement and said, "Listen, um, I'm gonna take care of this person for you," with an understanding that like we're gonna say it's it was an accident or whatever, and I'll get like 18 months or whatever with probation or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know if it was an agreement that they made or is an agreement he made with his attorneys, a plea bargain, but whatever it was, there's, there were certain, this, whatever it was, it's clear that it was not just an accident with manslaughter. It was right. intended to, to murder somebody. Yeah. And now they're, you know, once you're, we don't know who partner, it was. I mean, who, we don't know who it was either. No. No, and, 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 and why Josie needed to get it that person. Well, and remember, like we saw that person checking in last, you know, it was that uh, we think anyway, it was that um, that that person that was checking in, Audrey Saul, this individual. I got a different idea about that guy. Oh, you th- okay, I don't think that has I don't think that guy has anything to do. Well, perhaps it has something to do with Josie, but I don't think I think that's something else. Interesting. We're on the same level now. Like I, there's, I knew now we are, we're both going in blind. So uh, in in any case, um, yeah, he's, he's just trying to get her money and Josie's standing firm. Like, listen, we had a deal. Like she still is kind of like, yeah, she is running some things here and she's trying to manipulate. Um, but she's, she's holding her ground and kind of naively, I, I would say like, um, hey, we had an agreement, like, the, and that agreement's going to stick, right? Yeah. Whereas Hank is like, uh, agreements don't necessarily stick, you know. I like, think Hank is used to uh, agreements that are that are kind of fluctuating, right? Where you know, um, Josie, the way she gets things, I think, is by you know manipulating people. You know, Hank isn't into manipulating anyone; he doesn't need to. That's not his style. You know, and I think that's Josie's Josie's style. So I think there's an issue there. But they're business partners now, man. And they, now they're blood brothers. Blood brothers, yeah. Yeah. Now she does do a weird thing. Like Hank like licks his like thumb or whatever, the blood. Yeah, I think he's trying to be like, a badass about yeah, it. Yeah, but she like wipes it on her lips, which I think is her red lips. Yeah, I'm weird. sure there's something about that. I, I feel like I've seen her do something like that before. Maybe. 
Which, and I can't, oh, I'll tell you what. In the very first scene, she was putting on red lipstick. Oh, the red in lipstick. Mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there you have it. Case closed. Well, it's all. It all comes together. It's coming back. Uh, Catherine though is pissed because she can't find the accounting book. And yeah, I mean, it, Catherine's double because Listen, I feel for Catherine because I felt like, like you double crossed. You, you, I felt like I was a Catherine Martell in this situation <laughs> where I was like double blindsided and double crossed. And so I understand where she's coming from. And she, listen, she and, um, you know, Pete, man, Pete, you got to feel for the guy. She's, she's using him. Do you she's, think, do you and, think there's, there's not anything that was just a little bit? Maybe a little bit, but but there's she. There, I think there's sort of like an eye roll at the end when when Pete's like, oh, you know, Catherine, and like you know, hugs her, and she's kind of like, oh my god, like this. Well, again, she does say we just that get she on had, with it. Yeah, she had no one else to turn to, right? I mean, right. like, like this is the end. she's at the end of her line, so it's like, okay, I got no one else to turn to. I guess I'll turn to Pete, and he he's there for her. You know what I mean? Like, he's there. Um, I did find it was interesting. I mean, I don't want to skip too far in advance, but like he, he, he finds their yearbook or his yearbook, yeah. which I thought was funny. In any case, but like so there at so that happens at the and it was mill. He found her ledge her yearbook, and it was what was the name Midge? No, Midge wasn't. Yeah, no, I wrote it down. It's Midge. Wait, wasn't that the other? Wait, who else was Midge? Well, was that the who was Doctor Jacoby? Maybe it, it was Midge. Midge. I don't no, think, it it, I don't think it was Midge. I don't think it was Midge. I, I mean, we can find out. Let's see. I don't think it was Midge, but it might have been. Oh, Mimsy. 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 Okay. That okay. would have been interesting, but. Um, well, anyway. in any case, yeah. So, uh, so Catherine and Peter at the sawmill, and then, um, and then I I like the scene at the sheriff's office. This is the big scene with Andy. Yeah, well, Lucy, Lucy I mean, again, like Lucy, I love Lucy's thing here. She's watering the plants, kind of eavesdropping, and all of a right. sudden she's like, oh, Andy did this thing, and she kind of quick does the rest of the plants. Um, yeah. Man, I love I love these two. Um, and, she, I mean, just listen, they're, all the guys are around, they're like, all right, here's your chance, Andy. Yeah. Like, Sandra's up and walks right, in. Right, right. They're kind of like, they're kind of, edgy, you know, egging him on. Like, hey, man, like, if you're going to do it, now's the time. Like, we know you have the problems. But he blows she, it, dude. Like, I don't understand. Like, listen, I don't, what's Andy's problem? I don't know either because I honestly went, um, right, thought, so like, I thought he honest, was going to. I thought it was going to be okay. I thought everything was going to be okay. Me too. I thought it was going to be a fake out. I mean, at the time, I knew watching it but the first time i i thought it was gonna be a total fake out like i figure she comes out or like he comes out like looking all depressed or whatever and they're like oh and then he like gives them the thumbs up like i mean i'm gonna be a dad or whatever yeah no no he he is obviously not happy about this he blows it blows i don't big know time. if he's not happy about it he's just his reaction is wrong or you know i don't know but his reaction is not the reaction that she wanted at that moment and I mean, maybe he just has to think about process it maybe. for a while. But um, anyway, you know, here's Bobby on the phone trying to double cr- doing another double cross. Right. And, um, you know, he's he's doing his thing. Bobby thinks he's got it all under control, which, again, right. it's a, he's right. a kid. Um, you know, he's trying to frame James 
Yeah. You know, it, James is an easy rider. Right. Which is, uh, that, I thought that was kind of fun, but. Is know. but is uh, maybe that's a real turn like maybe that's a turn because it seems like everybody knew what that meant. Yeah, I don't know if it's I've never heard that term before. I don't Did, know, but I, I mean, I instantly knew what it meant. Like it wasn't like a mystery, right? I so I guess I don't know, but I mean, Lucy didn't seem to know what it meant. Lucy didn't know, but but if it's some sort of lingo that either I mean, Cooper knew what it meant, and so did Hank immediately. Yeah. So not Hank Harry. Harry, yeah. Um, and then we we see the that uh, Jacques is in jail, not in jail, in the hospital, and oh, he, right. he basically tells the whole story of again, like he doesn't know. He like he got hit with a, a bottle and right. and he has no idea. He has no no idea about the train thing. He, he doesn't know. But it's interesting to me, you know. He does say that Laura is the one that talked Renette into the flesh world thing. Right. Yeah. Again, same thing. Laura talked Bobby into, you know, running the drugs. It, it, interesting how Laura is getting other people involved. You know what I mean? Like she's bringing other people into her world, into her pain, which right. I think is interesting. You well, know? that's what Dr. Jacoby was talking about. Like, how right. She she that's what she does. Yeah. So. Um, uh, I did like I liked, uh, you know, Cooper's throw throwaway line. Uh, when Harry says, "Hey, do you think he's lying?" and Cooper's like, "No, Jock's too stupid to lie." Right. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good line. It's, it's totally true, though, right? I mean, yeah. um And we're going to the Martells now. They're looking for this thing, and she gets a phone call. She's look. They're looking for the the book, right? The, yeah, the, yeah. And that's when he a, finds his his yearbook. Right. Yeah. He finds, uh, or she gets a phone call. Knows where the book is. It's in the. Uh, the um sawmill at a yeah. certain place because they want her to get there right she's got to get there anyway to to uh and and get... she did she didn't know it was hank did she right i mean did she know it was hank or did she not know it was hank i don't think she knew it was hank okay. i don't know if she knows that hank is involved i mean there's there's a lot of ins and outs to everything here yeah because yeah. again like actually i was kind of surprised when hank called ben horn oh at the end and Hank was like, oh. Bobby's like, you know, our little thing has been black flag, which a reference to a, you know, a, a spray, a bug spray thing. Uh, a little fire bug. Dude, I don't even remember that. I'm not even sure. Yeah, Hank call at the end, Hank calls Ben Horn and says. Oh, that's right. Right at the deal when the deal's happening. Yeah. And says, yeah. Uh, you know, I took care of Leo, basically. Yeah. Yeah. The fire yeah. bug. You know, he yeah. sees the guy who sets the fire. So they're they're cutting off loose ends, and I was surprised that that Hank and Lee or Hank and Ben Horn. I shouldn't have been surprised. Yeah, they're all. I mean, they're all. T- I mean, they're He's, the big. They're play- Yeah, but they're the big. But he, Hank is playing everybody right now. Like Hank's yeah. the guy who has a deal with kind of everybody, except maybe for Catherine. But no, because he wants Catherine dead. Right. I think so. That's, he doesn't yeah. need it. It's basically yeah. the big players are Josie and Ben Horn, and that's yeah. who he's they're trying to play against. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Right. So, they, so and then, right. So Hank and then, so that you know, uh, Catherine grabs her gun. Everybody's got a gun, and yeah. she does the whole like little flick, which is cool. Like you check for the bullets out always, right. and then you flick the because it's a revolver, right? Yeah, so then you, you flick that. the. Um, and then Hank and Norma. Uh, 
you know, I, you know, Hank is laying on the charm at this point. He's got right? to. He's got. He's to. laying it on super thick. He's, you know, he's he's doing a great job. Um, well, what's so great? This is what's great. That scene comes in, and you think Norma. That scene is like, hmm. You know, maybe I will give Hank a chance, right? And then cut yeah. to we see Ed and Nadine, Ed walks in and Nadine's on the ground. And again, we're always thinking about Ed and Norma. But as they are growing apart, we're seeing how maybe their significant others are drawing them in separate directions. Right. Again. I, I mean, Ed even says, please don't go. Right. Please don't yeah. go. Stay and with me. Please don't go. Yeah, and that's I don't think we think that he's lying or anything like that. No, I, mean, I don't think are, so. No. It's there's a lot of relationships here that are trying to get back together and some of them I think are, you know, not uh they they're they're in cahoots with somebody else, right? But yeah. in this case, you feel really honest about about that. It 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 helps that I think Ed is a pretty good actor and so is Hank. Yeah. Um definitely. Uh, back at the police station, there's lots of stuff happening, right? Well, there's lots of ha- Leo. They can't find Leo. They don't know where Leo yeah. is. Then they get this note. Well, okay, because um, or um, uh, Lucy's like, oh, but I think I, I Leo said because Bobby called in, thinks playing pretending to be Leo, right? So and she said, oh, I think I heard the bell from the, uh, the gazebo or wherever that right, was, right, right, right. Oh, so they're moving everybody from Leo's house to the gazebo because that's where they think it is. And now, um, you know, so James walks in and but he gets the note. The note, of course, is talking about James. Right. And James mm-hmm. uh, has some information that he wants to share. And um, useless yeah, information, useless. It's useless information. <laughs> um, but he's he uh, Cooper reads the note and then says, hey, uh, take care of this note for me. I'll talk to James. Right. Because he wants mm-hmm. uh, uh, the sheriff out there. Um, and then we see this nice moment where Leland comes in, right? Yeah. And talks to the and gets some information. It's important. Gets some information from the uh, doctor who's like, hey, uh, Leland's like, hey, are you going back to um, the hospital? And the doctor's like, no, I'm not going back there. I'm going. And so he's like, gotcha. And so we're thinking right away, we know what Leland's going to do. Yeah, we know. Yeah, Leland is that's obvious. And this is what I'm saying. Like, we know that Leland Leland can kill because we see this happen. Right. He and it's not like this is like he's passionate because he lost his daughter and wants revenge. Mm -hmm. Right. And think this. So I guess my feeling is like, okay, could he also then be in the park at that time? Although maybe he knew Laura. That's what I'm saying. Like, if he saw Laura, even though it was actually Maddie dressed as Laura, but would he, he might know. Didn't didn't he kind of know what was going on? I thought he like knew the score. I thought he knew what was happening with Maybe. Maddie dressing up as Laura and the Scooby Gang doing all their thing. He might have, and that's what I'm saying. Like, is there a possibility where that dude could be Leland, the guy the yeah, we don't know. We don't. We know. don't know. But uh, yeah. But maybe. I I think it's high probability. But but who knows? He's he's certainly capable of murder. We know. That well, he's not. But he so he's but he's like going to the hospital now. I mean, like he he's trying to find the killer just like everybody else. Yeah, but he was so he was he, you know maybe he thought that the people at the 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 gazebo could have been the killer and that's why he like. You know what's interesting? He's not willing to. He's not really willing to put the work in, 
which I think is an interesting thing. Who, Leland? Leland, because to find the killer. Like, all these, you've got all these, we said there's like three major investigations going on. You've got the Scooby gang, you've got Audrey, you've got Cooper and, and uh, um, the sheriff. They're trying to all find who killed Laura Palmer, right? right? Leland isn't really, Leland wants to know too, but he is not really doing any of the legwork. Yeah, but his motivation is different. He's not interested in finding out who, he just wants to know so that he can enact revenge. You know what I'm saying? Like he yeah. he's not interested necessarily in like doing the legwork to find out. Yeah. He's got he he's there's three there's three groups of people trying to figure this out. He's going to wait and just take care of it when he gets the information. And so he thinks he's got the information. Yeah. And so he went and did that. Um and we see Cooper and James in another room and James is, thinks he's hot stuff because uh he's found this like thing. Right. This and, tape like, and no one cares. No one cares. Literally no one cares at this point. And he's like, hey, uh, you know that Dr. Jacoby had a heart attack back there. And now all of a sudden James is like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Right? And yeah. and he's basically like, listen, you got you got some explaining to do. Yeah. And I, you know, we've, we've talked about Cooper in the past being so patient with everybody. He's not really patient with James. He's basically He's like, been patient though. That's the thing. Yeah. You don't think Cooper knows that these guys have been snooping around? Probably. Well, he even says it. He says, I've been patient with you, but yeah. now I need a better set of answers. Like yeah. I I've 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 listened to all the your lies. I've been fine. Now I need different answers. I need yeah. the correct answers. Well, that's what I felt like watching this episode. I, <laughs> my patience was done, man. I'm like, now I need okay, I've been patient. With this yeah, eight, yeah. eight, seven, seven episodes. We're on the eighth yeah. one. Now yeah. I need some answers. Eh. By the way, I will say this. This is what drove me to watch Firewalk with me. So I don't want you, unless you're absolutely 100% sure, we'll figure this out at the end of this, that you're not going to watch episode any of season two. You're just not going to do it. Then watch Firewalk with me. But uh, but that's what drove me. This, this whole like what the heck i was i wanted to know what was going on i was pro i was basically promised this that i would know what would happen and i was like i'm watching firewalk with me even though i was told by the internet not to watch it until i saw season two i was like forget that man there's internet's not the boss of me right i'll do what i want and I, I will be honest. I, I kind of ruined it for myself. I've ruined season two. I think. Well, listen. Maybe. Let's ju- let's ju- just jump to the chase here. I mean, the the rest of what happens from this point on is literally like, okay. So, um, we see that. I'm, I'm just gonna run run it by everybody. I mean, here here we go. We go yeah. and we see that um, the horn. Uh, Ben Horn uh makes a deal with the 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 whatever country they're from the, the Icelandic people Iceland right? yeah makes a deal he's happy he gets the phone call or he, maybe at that point he doesn't get the phone call but um, he makes the deal um, Bobby is trying to find Leo Leo almost kills Bobby but instead with an shot axe yeah. with an axe um, yeah. but, but uh, Leo gets shot by Hank saves Bobby's life yep and of course there's the, that interesting um, invitation to love playing on the TV Yep. Um, then we have Mar- Catherine Martell in the, you know, trying to check out the the where the fire is. The fire starts. She does rescue Shelley. 
unties her at least, but they get caught well, was, in the fire. I was going to say, she unti- we don't know if she get rescued, but she did untie her. Gets untied her. We see Leland goes and um, smothers Jacques with a um, with a pillow in the hospital. Yeah. Yep. The fire is raging and Pete only has one thing on his mind. Pete comes in and he just says, but she's still my wife. Barges yeah. in there trying to find her. And, um, oh, yeah. And then the deal is done with the the Icelandic people. And he says, I'm going to go celebrate and I'm going to see the new girl. And Ben Horn uh, walks in. And there's this weird moment. This is weird. We can we can pause here. Where this, this woman is sewing the the queen of, yeah. diamonds, queen of diamonds onto, yeah. which we know happens there. Yeah. But it's yeah. this weird woman. And all of a sudden the door knocks and she like scuttles away. Yeah. Into like the, the back door, and Ben Horn, of course, shows up in the mirror, and you know we see like, oh boy, how's Audrey going to get rid of it and get a kid out? Of this well, one? I mean, it finally gets real for Audrey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like finally, like there are consequences to all these actions that again she thinks she's too smart for it, and she finally gets caught up in it. And I do like the fact that he says when Ben comes in, he says. This is the stuff dreams are made of. Again, this whole right. dream hit idea. the dream. There's a dream. There's, uh, there was yeah. has to be a dream kind of mentioned in every single thing. So here we go. Yeah. Cooper is back. Here's the scene. Cooper's coming back home. It's quiet. He's talking to Diane. He's like, I don't even need these these ear pillows anymore because it's quiet in my hall. The Icelandic people are either not here, or they went away. But yep. who cares? Doesn't matter. I'm just gonna get some nice hot milk. And I'm going to get some shut-eye. Yep. And so he opens up. He walks in. He sees the note that um, Audrey left uh, to my special agent, right? Mm-hmm. And he's he's feeling like, oh, pretty good. And then the phone rings. Again, the phone. It's this phone thing. I God, love that jarring, phone. The jarring ring alarm of a, right? a phone at night. Uh, I can't. You cannot explain it to people. So this is what's so great about this. this. And it's, it's why I think... He ends up, hap- what ends up happening to Cooper at the end of this happens because of this. He has a letter in one hand that he hasn't opened yet, but is drawing some attention to him. He goes to the phone, picks up the phone, and as soon as he starts picking up the, on the phone, the door knocks, right? Yeah. So now he's got a letter in one hand, a phone conversation happening, and the door knocking. All these things are taking, a, and he's tired. All these things are taking a lot of energy and thought from him. It doesn't also he... seem doesn't it also seem as if like he can't hear what's on the phone. Like it seems like there's a bad connection. It seems like there's a bit of a bad connection, although we can hear it. At well, the, we when hear... he puts down the phone, we we know it's Andy speaking, and he says, yeah. "Leo got shot." Like we do hear that. Yeah, yeah. But it seems like he can't. Again, he's maybe he's not mentally focusing right now, mm-hmm. and he goes to the door. Um, he goes to the door, opens the door, and what happens? He gets shot, man. He gets shot. He gets more than shot. once. Gets more, more than, than once. once. Yeah. And we see it. We see the gun, and we see boom, boom, boom. I think there's boom, boom, boom. I think it's three shots into his stomach. Yeah. And um, we hear the sound. We see him kind of like in shock almost. And yeah. all of a sudden we hear that somebody falls to the floor. Because for the first time, I think this entire season, Cooper, something happened to Cooper that he wasn't, he didn't already know or wasn't prepared for. 
Right. And so I think so I think it was the guest that Audrey saw. That's who I okay. shot him. And I say that uh, for a number of reasons. The first reason I say that is because the gun that I think was used, and I'll have to look back on this, but I think the gun that was used had some sort of silencer on it. Mm-hmm. And every other gun that we've seen, we've seen a clear, it was like intentional that we've seen that gun. They've all been like those guns that, you you know, the revolver or whatever, right, no silencer right. on them. Yeah. So we know that everybody who has an idea or motivation to shoot Cooper that we have seen has a gun that does not fit that description. Right. Or, and, and why would they put a silencer on that gun? Like a silencer is very specific, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe like maybe Hank possibly, but again, like I don't think there's a silencer on the gun that he used to shoot Bobby. So, I mean, maybe there was. I have to look back, maybe. But I think that that the there was an assassin, and that guy was an assassin, and it was assassination attempt. Now I don't know. Again, he was also right next, right down the hall. Yeah, he was so right he there. So he had easy access. Yeah. Listening comes yeah. in, goes yeah. for it. Yeah, that's my guess. But why? I don't know. The why is what's missing. Like this whole thing. Like I have the where, I have the who. Although I don't know it's a who, but I'm guessing, right? Right, right, it's, right. But why? Who felt that, that Cooper was getting too close? And what was he getting too close to? Exactly. Because all all we know, really, is that there was, there's an attempt. I mean, really, the, the two things that are going on that may or may not be connected to Laura's murder, but like... There's Lars' murder and what's happening there with the drugs and all of that, of course, and but that's that's tangentially related because of the sex trafficking to um, Ben Horn and his club, essentially. Right. Ben yeah. Horn is connected to uh, Ghostwood's estates. Right. In order to have Ghostwood estates, he needs Josie to sell the 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 property and the only way she's going to sell the property is if she gets some money more money from it or whatever and so she's in a maybe she doesn't even want it let but me like, ask you this. this idea i think we're forgetting something i mean i think you're forgetting something what about the one-armed man what about bob yeah and the dream oh, the dream the dream see i haven't gone back and watched see i don't go back and watch the episodes i didn't I didn't right. record them on my VCR. Well, I'm so. just saying, like, you have this thing. Like, why is Mrs. Palmer, why does she keep seeing this the Bob? And what is with the one-armed man? Like, right. like you know, and, and what was the dream trying to tell? Was the dream trying to tell Agent Cooper about that it was Leo? What? And if so, why do we need to know about... This guy who had a tattoo on his arm, but he cut the arm off, his arm off, and what what was all that about? Yeah, that's a good question because his dream did lead him to the place of Lara's murder. No, it did not. The dream oh, did led lead him to, to but, the pl- right. That's where that's true. Right. Yeah. I mean the the thing that we I have to do is go back and I guess look at that dream again. Well, I think it um, 
I, I, I don't think you need to if you don't if you don't want to. But uh, I, I think there's more to it. I think there's more to what's going on than what we have seen. We've only touched the surface, I think. Well, I think that's clear from this episode, which gave us nothing. <laughs> I think it's abundantly clear that there's something else going on. Because again, Come on, man. look, look, it's, it's the night. It's the 90s, that the late 80s, 90s. This the cliffhanger is that is like the thing, man. That's always what happens at end of a season. I know. I know. But usually, usually at the end of this, like other things are wrapped up and and I guess I would also argue, like, again, just like what you were saying, we didn't even really touch base on the, the stuff that was kind of, like, interesting. We see connections. We see things happening. But nothing, everything is a, everything is a cliffhanger. It's not just, like, who killed or who shot. I don't even know if he got killed or not. Who knows? He could be wearing a vest. Who shot Cooper? Right, right. It's what about every other thing? Yeah. Who's going to take care of Lucy's baby? Yeah, I don't know, man. That's why you have to watch season two. That's why, like, I, I have not watched, I, I, I will be honest with you, season two is a full season. It's not eight episodes. It's like 20 episodes or something. That's a commitment, like, of, especially for a Shodcast. I mean, maybe the people, maybe the person listening to the Shodcast wants to hear something else besides twin peaks i mean certainly we can have a twin peaks podcast but running two podcasts at the same time for somebody for two people who can't even get their act together to run one podcast might be we've we've done it for eight weeks we've done it for eight weeks but we've run a specific we haven't run the shodcast for eight weeks (laughs) we've run we ran twin identical twin peaks for for eight weeks here's what i'm gonna here's what i'm gonna say to you I'm going to watch season two because okay. I feel like I have to now. I, you know me. I'm a completist. It's, it's one of my it's one of my uh, flaws. flaws character honestly, flaws. it is. It's a character flaw. I like I need to complete stuff. So I feel like I'm going to have to complete this no matter what. So I'm going to watch it now. Maybe we don't watch it together every episode. Maybe we do like a couple episodes or maybe every once in a while we, we revisit Twin Peaks. Uh, we but should are figure you that even, out. Let me ask you this. I'm interested. Even, I am interested. I am interested okay. in watching season two. I'm interested in watching season two. I'll say it. Uh, it's David Lynch. So I'm, I am, I'm in on that. You know what I mean? Like Dave, it's not like David Lynch. It's not like one of these people who create the project and then leave. David Lynch is still involved with this project. You know what I mean? But here's, here's what I'm going to ask you. Season two it's 28 episodes. And I mean there's a season 3, I, I'm right that that was Yeah, it's on HBO. But that's right. yeah, that's supposed to be very good, by the way. So, so what I'm saying is like why didn't anybody pick up season 3 in 1992 or whatever? Okay, so I've heard do you want to get into this or not get into it? I mean the issue becomes from what I have heard, because I've done some deep dives when I tried to make the decision whether I was going to watch season two or just go and skip it. And I made the wrong decision. Um, so there were lots of there's lots of debate on this. Season two kind of gets because it's much longer, becomes a little unfocused. And David Lynch, it becomes, I think, more David Lynchian people 
some people really like it in the fact that it goes into weird places and explores some things that are interesting. And apparently Andy and Lucy's relationship gets much more explored. But there are some problems with the pacing, let's say, of a 28-episode, as you would think, right? 28 episodes uh, also, is, like, tough. David Lynch does have a pacing – paces slow, which is fine with me. I'm, yeah. I'm into it. Let's Let's do this. Let's say to the listeners out there, like I, uh, I don't even know our email. Do we have the shotcast? I don't know. Listen, I think there's a shotcast at gmail.com. I think it's the shoemaker brothers at gmail.com. Shoemaker brothers. Okay. Shoemaker Listen, brothers. if somebody's listening out there and you want us to do it, I think email us at the shoemaker brothers.com. Um, that, or not. No, 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 no. Shoemaker brothers at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Uh, you can also, well, I, I don't. It doesn't matter. Or you can just, you know, tell me. Write us a review. Put it in the review. Go to Apple. I. This is on iTunes, right? Right. Go to. Here's what you do. You go to Apple uh, iTunes. You go to the review section. You say, "This is a great podcast. I love it so far." Twin, identical twins on Twin Peaks. Shodcast is the, the tops man. It's a bee's knees. And five stars, and I want to see I want to see episode or season two of Twin Peaks covered. Right, and then we'll figure out the best way to do season two. It might be like we'll watch three and then talk about it, or like it yeah. might be interesting, or maybe you know who knows. Maybe you want to be part of it, a dear listener, and and you have some suggestions and you have some thoughts. Maybe we have some people call in. Yeah, well, I th- I think a call in. I think it's going to have to be a call in, kind of break things up if we do it. Um, I'm going to watch it anyway, so it doesn't matter to me. Like, yeah, listener, I I, I'm going to be watching it, so, you know, if you want us to talk about it, we will. All right. That's the shotcast for this week. I'm Brady. I'm Brian. Hold fast.